What's going on, guys? This is Anthony from the Priests and Kings podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the first couple of episodes. Now, last episode, I shared my experiences with my father, but now you get to hear Santiago's experiences with his father. So welcome to Fathers and Fatherhood, part two. So yeah, man, growing up was, um, every day was a learning experience, man. Um, as Anthony mentioned, I didn't really have a really good relationship with my dad. It was always rocky from what I can remember. I mean, the very first memory I ever have of my father is him and my stepfather just going at it on the front lawn. Like, it's that's my very first... Oh, they were first, fighting? Yeah, man. That was my very, very first memory. Like, fist, like fighting, Like, fighting. going at it, bro. Oh, like, snap. punching each other, rolling around on the lawn. Like, it was, it was real. Your heart is the seat of the spirit, the throne from where you rule from here on earth. A priest's responsibility is to offer up spiritual sacrifices which are pleasing to him. A king's responsibility is to make judgments, decisions, and decrees. You are in a position where you worship God, and through that relationship as a priest, you make decisions as a king on how you're going to live your life. So I'm a priest and a king. All jokes set aside. Who won? No, I'm just stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is a conversation for not it's here. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Nah, just remind me of that. It remind me of the Kevin Hart special. Like, hey, which one of them hit me? Yeah. How many of them was it? Oh, it was just him. <laughs> but nah, go I ahead. I remember that one. No, I'm, just, I'm just making jokes, bro. Nah, man. It's a... Uh, it's, it gets deep in that one, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, um, it's a deep, deep, touchy subject, mm-hmm. but you know it is what it is. I've grown past it. I've I've grown, grown a lot. Yeah. But growing up, man, it was always a struggle between my stepfather, my mom, and my father. My stepfather was always there for me since I can remember. He was always there. He right. was the dad I should have had. Yeah. In a sense. So like your stepfather was your actual. Father that was my in dad. Your life. Yeah, yeah. He was my like he was my dad, father. Right? Yeah, daddy. I call him my dad. <laughs> yeah. I, no, well, actually, I call him my father, and I call my biological father my dad. Gotcha. So, and the way it's differentiated, I call my stepfather Poppy because I'm Spanish, <laughs> and I just call my biological father dad. Gotcha. Like I just keep it real plain and simple. Yeah. No twist, no bang to it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So you know. Um, I remember him always trying to come around, like pop up here and there, because my mom was just not trying to have him around. Just she just felt like he was not good for me. Right. He was kind of toxic. Um, as I got older and kind of started to make an effort to see him and reach out to him pretty much get to know who he is because I didn't know who he was. Right. I just knew that he looked, I looked like him and he would just pop up randomly. Yeah. Like one time I was playing in the front yard and he just popped up out of the bushes, like real crazy. Like <laughs> I'm not even kidding, bro. Like, like this is a true story. My man popped up and he was like, hey, I was like, who are you? Because you look like me. Like, who are you? Yeah. And he was like, I'm your dad. And he, he was like, what? And from that day on is when I became intrigued. And I was like, 
I need to know who this person is. You know right. what I'm saying? He's claiming he's my father, and everybody in my family tells me that my my papi is not my dad. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... But that's something you didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't because, understand like, it at the time. Yeah, I'm like, what do you mean he's not my father? Yeah. Like, my dad didn't help the situation. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It led my mom to stray, pretty much. It mm -hmm. led her to fall in love with somebody else. You know what I mean? And it just happened to be like that. Their circumstances, they were... 2019 when they had me my mom was the 20 year old so my dad gotcha. thought he was a pimp you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody thinks they're a pimp but exactly age. you know what i'm saying but the apple don't fall too far from the tree because my wife's a little older than me too but yeah. <laughs> not by much but she's she saw yeah. earth before i did <laughs> yeah now that's like lexi i always i always call lexi my cougar exactly <laughs> She she's literally two months older than me. I'm like, Mighty, gotta be a cougar. She's Mighty's like, three Stop. months. She's three months from me. So yeah, it's like my running joke. And like, I'm, I'm not a cougar. That. I'm gonna ride that to the wheels. Yeah, I'm like, no, you are a cougar all day. And then I just wait until she like gets up because she, you know, of course she's turning thirty before me. So I was like, ah, you gonna be old? Yeah. She's so. like, you about to be thirty two? I said, but not before you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that. That was fun. It was fun, but weird at the same time. Yeah. Just finding out that I do have, there is another person out there. But at the same time, it's kind of disappointing because it's like, why doesn't he want to be around? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's real. being young and realizing that it messes you up big yeah, time. Sure. You know what I mean? So it made, me, it made me not appreciate what I had in front of me and make me want to look for something that I already had. Right. You know what I mean? So... With that being said, that like, I messed up my relationship with my papi, that that bond that we had, that that father son yeah. bond. You know what I mean? That you build. We lost it because mm -hmm. I was looking for it right. in other places, right. and when I got to that end part <laughs> of the journey, it was not satisfying yeah. at all. It it really made me feel like. Why did I even try this to begin with? Right. You know what I'm saying? It felt like I just wasted time. But mm -hmm. I learned from it. You know what I'm saying? I learned how not to be a father. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how not to treat your child. Because right. I remember the way I was treated, how I felt every time something happened. And it's not so a good wanna, feeling. So you want to do everything in your power to not Not that. be that. You know what I'm saying? I'm breaking that curse. Gotcha. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so, how, um, so how are... How are you and your dad now? Like, how is your relationship with him now? Because before you were saying that, um, you know, you're saying that it wasn't what you expected. It it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. The grass wasn't greener on the other side. So, yeah. so where do you guys stand now? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We don't have a relationship. We don't speak. We, mm -hmm. nothing, man. Nothing. And I've, I've, Within the last two years is when I've grown from right. that. I've I'm good now. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me right. at all. But it used at to. all. It used to kill me used, inside. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cause man, I again <laughs> staying with my grandmother opened my eyes. Cause yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't support me. He never told me that I'm proud of you. I yeah. never got that from him right. because anytime that he would come around is because my grandmother complained to him. Yeah. That I did something wrong. She's my grandmother. She's not here to discipline. Yeah. So I'm pretty much I'm pretty much raising myself yeah, at basically. that point. You know what I'm saying? So anytime I brought home good grades or anything like that, I never got that. I'm mm -hmm. proud of you, pat on the back type right, stuff. Right. 
because I I wanted that because at the end of the day, nobody sat down and helped me with none of this right. stuff. <laughs> if I needed help, I went to to after school studies. I seek the the, yeah. the counselors. I went to get the help. Nobody yeah. sat here and went over biology or math right. or nothing, bro. Like I did it all myself. Yeah. So the fact that it, it comes to my graduation and you want to act all proud like you did this, you helped me through this, bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. And, the, and again, I see my friends get this and get that. Their parents are so proud of them, bro. Yeah. Like so, so proud of them. And it shows. Mm-hmm. My father's just talking about it. What do you have to show? Right. You just popped up and came to my graduation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Basically. he was so proud. You know what I'm yeah. saying? My man, you know what he gave me for graduation? $500. That's what he gave me for graduation. Made me go to apply to the school that he went to. My mm. dad's in graphic design. Gotcha. So he went to a fashion school in, in Manhattan, in New York. So he wanted me to go to that school. I was into graphic design, but not into fashion. Right, I right, wanted right. to do graphics. graphics I yeah. wanted to get into gaming and mm-hmm. making the games because I knew where the industry was going. Right. So I went to the school. I went, took my portfolio, and they liked what they saw, so I got accepted. But they don't have a program for me. Gotcha. <laughs> but I still went to the school because he wanted me to go to right. that school. And you still wanted that validation. Still looking for yeah. validation. So I did it. Right. It comes to get supplies for college. Where were you in the past years buying right. me school supplies? Nowhere to be found. Right. In high school, I bought all my stuff. Mm-hmm. I was able to work at 14. I started working. I got yeah. working papers because I wanted to get money. Like I said, $10 a week ain't doing nothing for me. Right. So I had to start working. I had my own phone. My grandmother took it out. I was paying her for it. Mm-hmm. I bought all my supplies for school. School shopping, back to school shopping was all yeah. me. My J's, all that was all me. <laughs> My book yeah. bag was all me. <laughs> so you kind of had to like, you had to like almost grow up. I had to early grow up quick because I had to become an adult. Yeah, because a you didn't have you didn't have the physical support, mm-hmm. but you also didn't have like the the mental support as well. Exactly. So you were kind of you kind of feeling like you were on your own anyway. 100%. Even yeah. though I had my mom. My mom right. never left the picture, but right. at the end of the day, she doesn't give me that male yeah. aspect. And that, and that's what it is. It's like, you know, mom can be proud of me, but it's a little bit different hearing it from my dad. Because I heard it a lot from my mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But hearing it from my dad, it hits It hits, it hits different. different. It yeah. hits very differently. Right. You know what I mean? And I never got that. Right. I only got it on my graduation, and I was like... Pfft. Yeah, For like, what, bro? Yeah. Like you did nothing to show me throughout these all of my high school career yeah. that you were proud of me at any point, regardless of the grades that I brought home. Like mm-hmm. you never said, "I'm proud of you, son." Let's go out and celebrate, or let's yeah. go do something together. Right. Nothing, bro. Nothing. Right. It was just a struggle, bro. I was like drowning and just yeah. reaching for something that I was never gonna get. Right. And then. I go and I try to stay with my mom for a little bit, and it's just not working. Like she, she buys a house, I get a car, all this stuff, and life is just falling apart for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? My father tells me out of nowhere, come and stay with me. What? Okay, well, I'll try this out. Maybe yeah. this will be the time because right. I'll be in the same household. We'll see each other every day. Yeah. Maybe this will build the relationship that I'm looking for. I don't want you to be a father at this point. I just want you to be a friend. Mm-hmm. So for my 21st birthday, he actually, we went out, he took me to a club in Manhattan, 
my first time being in a club legally mm-hmm. and having a drink legally with him, it was cool. It was cool. I thought we was going to build from that, you know? Comes the weekend, I go and do my own celebrating mm-hmm. with my friends and my cousin and, you know, with family. Yeah. And he texts me and he's like, yo, so you think you're going to be home before 12 o'clock? I'm like, midnight? <laughs> On a Friday night? Yeah. On my birthday weekend? Right. No, I'm That's not. Like foreign concept. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I just turned 21. What yeah. makes you think I'm going to be home by midnight? Right. No, I don't plan on coming home at midnight. Mm-hmm. So he tells me, he's like, all right, well, then don't expect to, to have a place to stay. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Ruins my whole night. I have to go to the house. So mm-hmm. I go to the house, and my man locked the screen door. And I'm knocking, 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 ringing the bell, ringing the bell. He won't come to the door. And all of a sudden, he opens the door. He's like, didn't I tell you to come at 12 o'clock? I'm like, bro, it's 12 15. You literally called me when I was heading somewhere. Yeah. Like, I have to travel over here. Right. Like, what do you mean? I'm not going to blink my eyes and be here in two <laughs> seconds, bro. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so he starts giving me his lecture, and I'm like, bro, you're really not going to let me in? And he just really sat there and said, no, I'm not. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be back tomorrow to pick up all my stuff. I'm mm-hmm. gone. Okay. Came the next day, packed up all my stuff. He tried to stop me, and I said, no, I've had enough of you. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I try. I'm over it. So I leave. So how do you think all of that affects you now, being, being a father now? of Two boys. You got two boys. Zavi just turned seven, right? Yeah. Zavi just turned seven. Lucas is five. Mm-hmm. He'll be six this year, right? Yeah, yeah. In June. Cause, yeah, because Jay's birthday is in June, too. So how does that affect you now as a father? Like I said, man, it was a huge learning experience. Mm-hmm. I would never do that to my kids, bro. Right. I would never, yeah. ever tell them, no, you're not going to have a place to sleep. Right. Ever. I would never do that. Yeah. Just everything he did, I would never do. Right. So in your case, you're, you're taking everything your dad did and you're striving to do the opposite. The complete opposite. Yeah. The complete opposite. Gotcha. Like he 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 showed me <laughs> exactly what not to do, bro. Like right. it, if I ever had a, an, a diagram mm-hmm. of a dad and gave you a list of cons, yeah. he would be right there. <laughs> like it's it's bad to say, bro. Right. Like it's bad to say. Like he wasn't even a good provider. Yeah. But but see, you say like that's bad to say, but that was your experience with yeah. your dad. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so you can think that it's bad to say, but nobody can be like. Nah, that's completely wrong. You shouldn't do that because that's your experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can't speak to your experience. Yeah. That's like, I can only speak the fact that my dad was in my life. My dad, for the most part, was supportive. He he coached a lot of the teams I played on. Like, my baseball team, that's basketball awesome. team. Like, he was he was my coach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, first time, first time I ever played baseball was because he signed me up and forced me to play. And then I ended up loving it. I didn't want to play, yeah. but I ended up loving it. And now that ended up being my favorite sport. Fun fact: when we when I, the first year I played, every single kid on the team had never played any baseball before, and the coach quit on us, and my dad stepped in and coached us. That's dope. And we won the championship. That's dope. <laughs> With a team that had never played baseball before. Once again, that's my experience as my father. When stuff was going messed up, mm-hmm. even though I never heard him say he was proud of me, but he would step in. And 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 take the take the mantle and take the reins and and move. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's always been him. Like, I'll step up and I'm going to do this for you. My, da- my dad would, he literally would lay his life down for us. You know what I'm saying? He did everything he could. And he's still doing everything he can now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's been a dad a long time. He, I have three older brothers. I have one older, bro- one older sister and one younger sister. It's six. He's been a parent for a long time, a really long time, and he's he's done everything he could for all of us. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you, the way you parent, is looking at that model and saying, "Okay, that didn't work, <laughs> so let me do the opposite." Right. That helps you as a father. 100%. So I can't knock that. It's no different than trying to create something, and oh, it doesn't work. Well, then you gotta scrap it, mm-hmm. and you gotta start over. You know what I'm saying? That's your experience and you're taking it and learning from it. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's the only thing you really can do, man. Right. Because, again, I wouldn't I wouldn't give this to anybody, yeah. a childhood like that. Not at all, man. Yeah. Like, I, I would give anything to have my dad at my games yeah. <laughs> or so something now, like yeah, that. You so know what now, I mean? Um, so now, like, have you have you forgiven him at this point? Oh, yeah. And absolutely. You, and you've, like, released judgment I'm and everything? I'm done with it, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I I used to wake up every day feeling like something's missing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, uh, I feel guilty about something. Right. Because I didn't tell him. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, now he does because yeah, I yeah. told him after, you know, having that conversation and all that. Yeah. But, you know, after taking it to the cross and all that. Yeah. But, we're not but there see, yet. you had to you, <laughs> no, but you had to that's something that you had to bring to the same 100%. way I had to I had to forgive my dad from from this and that and then start realizing that he did the best he could. Mm-hmm. So no, he's not perfect, but neither am I. So as a father, I'm not perfect. My dad there's no way my dad could have been perfect. Could have been flawless as a dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I had to bring all of that to the cross, and then you have to bring that to the cross as well. 100%. So you see what I'm saying? But we have the same goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is to be the best father we can be, and in order to do that, we have to let go of these things that that bother us, that affect us negatively, and that are stopping us essentially yeah. from growing. Right, exactly. All day, because if you dwell on that, you're never gonna get past it. Right, you're never gonna grow from exactly. it because it's always gonna affect you in exactly. a bad way, and it's always gonna. It always had me lashing out because again, mm-hmm. I always woke woke up with a chip on my shoulder, yeah. like something was bothering me. No, for sure. And not until I came to Pure and actually had this experience with Restore, because mm-hmm. that's when it really yeah. hit me was through Restore. Restore and is a monster, bro. I'm, bro, I'm telling you, that interaction I had with Antonio yeah. was like the crossroad for everything, because mm-hmm. that's when it, it started. That's yeah. when he put the fire on me and right. told me that I had to forgive and let it go yeah. and let it go. It wasn't until after that encounter, I would say maybe two weeks later is when I called. Gotcha. And had that conversation yeah. with my father and just let him know straight up, like, yo, whatever I've done, whatever you've done, I forgive you. Yeah. And I hope you can forgive me if I've hurt you anything. Like, I right. I laid it all out. You know what I'm saying? And I told him that I was sorry. And I told him that I no longer have this like this hatred towards him yeah. or this just this bad vibe towards him, mm-hmm. this bad energy. You know what I'm saying? Which, like he's, and that's and that conversation's hard to have. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to forgive somebody, but then it's also hard to call them and forgive them like to their face. And tell them right, that you like, forgive I them. I actually tell you, like, yo, I forgive you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many feelings that you've had and there's so many feelings that could potentially come up in that conversation. 
Yeah. And that conversation could easily go left. Yeah. It, and it, <laughs> it did. Yeah. I had to catch myself because right. it did, man. And like, again, this is at a point where I was going through Restore. Yeah. And I was becoming a better person. For and- those who don't know, Restore is uh, something that our pastor put together. It's basically a series to where you can get your heart clean. So like there's experiences that we go through and then we... Uh, so we basically uh, we taint ourselves, we we hurt ourselves because right. we're we're not walking with God, we're not in in Christ, and so because we're in the world, we get broken, we get we get shattered, and things like that. And so restore is a place, not a place, but you know you come to the church. It's an experience. Yeah, it's an experience it's where an experience. where you have the opportunity that these things come to the surface, whether it be you know exes, whether it be fathers, whether it be forgiveness, whether it be jealousy, whether any kind finances, of finances, whatever yeah, the case, of, whatever it is you're going through, right. restore helps you get yeah, through. Yeah, and it, and it helps you to it helps you to learn how to bring it to the cross and deal with it. Right. So so not only do you have this experience, but now you know how to take care of that experience through Christ. Correct. You know what I mean. So you don't have to keep walking around broken. And you don't have to go back to being broken. Yep. You can get restored and stay restored and just grow from that place of restoration. Yep. And not let whatever was taken over you take over your life anymore. Right. Like, it's just an incredible thing, man. Because I was struggling with that since I started coming to Pure. Because that's all that kept playing in my head was right. forgiveness, forgiveness. You have to forgive. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. And that's real. <laughs> real talk. Yeah. <laughs> so That's it real. took a long time to build up, and like, don't get it confused, man. Like after this, that experience with Restore, it's not like, oh, I woke up and was like, I got to do this. Yeah, it nah. wasn't like it's not. It's never an overnight thing. No, nah, it was a big struggle because yeah, because you know, like I was telling you before, I was like, forgiveness has layers. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? One layer is dealing with the hurt, and then the other one is dealing with the judgment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I dealt with the hurt from you know what I felt like my dad didn't do, but I also had to deal with the judgment, like. You know, I can't just sit here and be like, oh, you did this and you did this and you did that and you did that, this and that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I said, he did the best he could. So I had to let go of that judgment. Because yeah. if I sit here and judge my father, then the very thing that I'm judging is going to come on me. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So everything I can sit here and point out that my dad did wrong in my sight. But it's funny because now I can't think of anything specific that my dad has done, quote unquote, wrong. Because that doesn't matter to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I changed my mindset. You know, one of one of my favorite scriptures, and I actually know this one, <laughs> Romans 12, 1 and 12, 2. You know, it's, it's basically saying you got to be transformed by renewing your mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I renewed my mind to the negative stuff, and now I only see the positive relationship that I do have with my dad. Mm-hmm. I do see what he did do. He stepped in when I needed him. Right. He stepped in and did what he had to do. He would work. My dad is a very hard worker, bro. He would he would do so much. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And there's so much little things that he would do that you don't catch it because you're so busy trying to point out negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's so many little things that he would do and that he would teach me. You know, through Jesus and through constantly forgiving like we do and constantly coming to the cross and dealing with these things for sure constantly correcting ourselves like I corrected myself with my son yeah man. I had to so now I, I'm listening to you son for and sure you're able to forgive your dad you're able to let it go you're able to to release all judgment through Jesus 100 percent that's the only way that was the only because that didn't happen until, until after then. right you Absolutely. see what I'm saying for sure. And so that's the only way to deal with like that bitterness and that anger and stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Because so. 
again, through Jesus and just just going to church, man, you realize that if you do things the way he built you to do things in regards mm-hmm. to like through love, because that's right. what he's about, just sure. happiness and love and joy. If you just live like that, man, there's no way you can be wrong. <laughs> you just can't be wrong, bro, because at the end of the day, you're genuine. Yeah. You know, you you have people's best interests yeah. in heart. You yeah, know what I mean? Because so, once again, you can only be you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm here to just love, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, and, I was missing the love, right. but I got a lot of it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And all I do is just show love. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of things that a lot of the times people don't realize that people are still precious. You know what I'm saying? People people are precious and meaningful to God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people mess up, people abandon their kids, people make mistakes, whatever. But people in general are important to God. They matter to God. 100%. You know what I'm saying? God doesn't want to see anybody go to hell. No. You know what I mean? Just like right now, like you don't want to see your dad go to hell or anything. No. You're not like, not. ah, go to hell. I hate <laughs> you. But you're like, all right, you know what? I, I tried. It didn't work out. I forgive you. I release the judgment. I bless you. Be on your way. 100%. You know what I'm saying? But you're not wishing death on him. You're no. not wishing curses on him. Not with, I'm, I, today, <laughs> compared to three years ago, Yeah. I feel so much different right. towards him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just not. It's a complete different size of the spectrum now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I wish nothing bad on him. And that's real. Like, before, I, I used to say, if somebody ever called me and told me, told me he died, I'd be like, all right, and... Yeah. It is what it yeah. is. Life goes on. Yeah. But now I'm not dead. it would it would hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would hurt me because we never got there. Right. So I'm still hoping it would happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, he's my father. And there's nothing wrong with, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with hoping that. Of course. There's nothing wrong with that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of people would say, nah, you just gotta do away with but no, there's nah, nothing man. wrong in, in still having hope in something like that. The way I felt for it two years ago to now is completely different, man. Like yeah. I can talk about it and it won't bother me right. at all. Like I don't get amped up the way I used to. Yeah. And I used to always stop in the middle. I'm like, yo, I just hate him. I effing hate him. Like I would go in. Right. Nah, bro, it just doesn't bother me no more. I'm just True, I'm man. being a dad now, man. I'm, my my energy is just trying to teach my sons. That's no, that's what sure. it's all about, man. Just trying to mold my kids and just teach them how to make conscious decisions and just how to be a man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And what I was and what I was gonna say um, earlier that I wrote down it's like the love, like imagine the love that we have for our kids, right? Imagine you having to give your son up Oof. to die. That's rough. Like so. So this is literally what God did. God sent yeah. Jesus, his only son. He only had one son. So that's like me with Jeremiah. He's my only son, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine having to give him up to die. You put him on this earth knowing what he was going to endure, knowing what he was going to have to go through, knowing that he was going to have to suffer, yeah. knowing that he was going to be whipped 39 times with a cat of nine tails with hooks on the ends of it. Knowing that his flesh would be ripped apart, knowing that a crown of thorns would be placed on his head, know that he would be beaten beyond recognition, knowing that he would hang on a cross for hours, but knowing that through that, everyone can come to him. Everyone can have the opportunity to have a relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I, told, the, <laughs> I told the kids this one time. I was doing a fresh start with the kids at work. Uh, fresh start is basically like a mini kids church service. So like 15, 20 minute kids church service Mm -hmm. I do I literally told them I said listen I love my son very much 
and I'm not at the point where I would give him up for you. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being real. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do that, but God is so good that he did. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no way to describe this to someone who doesn't have a child, but imagine giving up your child for people who don't even care. There's people that don't care about God. There's people that don't care to hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But he still gave Jesus up for them. Yeah. That, to me, is mind-blowing. Yeah, man. The Bible says God turned his head away from Jesus. So the same Jesus that's doing miracles, that's healing blind eyes, that's, that's, that's cleansing the lepers, that's delivering people from demons, that's feeding the multitudes, that's doing all these miracles here on this earth... God himself turned his face away because he couldn't stand to look at him because at that point, sin was on him. Jesus lived his whole life sinless. And then at that moment on the cross, he bore the weight of sin. And so God had to turn his face. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. And anybody listening right now, if you have a child, imagine having to give your child up for people who might not even care. Imagine having to give your child up for murderers, for thieves, for people who are going to hell because you love them so much and you don't want to see them go there. Jesus is the door to heaven. Through so. G- Nobody can get to the Father but by Jesus. So I actually want to take this time right now at the end of this podcast <laughs> to give the listeners an opportunity to accept this Jesus Yes. Who gave his life up and accept this God into their life who gave his only son up to die. And we're going to be praying here. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. If that's you, if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth this prayer, then your life will never be the same. So if you're ready, just close your eyes and just say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart, wash me and cleanse me and make me new. I recognize that Jesus is the Son of God, and He came to this earth, lived a sinless life, and died for me. He rose again, and now He's seated at the right hand of God. Now say this, say, God, forgive me for all of my sins, everything I've done against you. Forgive me now. Now, if you said that prayer that, and you accepted Jesus into your heart, that means that you are on your way to heaven. If, you, if you've never accepted Jesus in your life, congratulations. Heaven is throwing a party right now just for you. Absolutely. It's a celebration. Celebration. Angels are having a party. And we, and we just want to thank you guys for listening. Um... We're, we're celebrating with you. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, wherever. We'll, we'll have the Instagram up soon if it's not already up by All the time All social media coming. Coming soon. Social media is coming. <laughs> Hit us up on those socials and, and let us know your, your testimony, your experiences and things like that. And uh, I just want to say we love you guys. Um, we're very new to this podcast thing. <laughs> so if you're listening, it's just the beginning. Just it's going to get better. For sure. I promise. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, Jesus is alive. Jesus is in our hearts. And uh, God loves us so much. And God loves you too. Yes, he does. 
So with that, do you have your uh your 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 verse? You my verse. You have your verse. I do have a verse. You have a verse. I do. All right, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, so so then we'll do, we'll go ahead and do it then. So so I got this thing, this idea I had. Uh, shout out to Swoop, one of my favorite uh, Christian rap artists. He goes by Swoop. He uh he had this song, and in this line he said, uh, "This is the Sistine of Sixteens." So basically, like the Sistine Chapel of sixteen bars. And so uh, I figured for this uh, section, to end this podcast, uh, Santiago has a 16 that he's going to spit, and I got a 16 that I'm going to spit, and then I'm just going to let him know that mine is better. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've been I'm doing kidding. this a lot longer. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got some fire. But no, so uh, actually, and Santiago picked this beat, right? Some of you may have heard it. Some of you may not have. But uh, you're going to go first, right? Yeah. All right, yeah so, I'll, I'll lead us off. So, you, so you're going to go first, and then you'll, you'll do yours, and then I'll do mine. Father, I okay. Here I go with the flow, spiritual, a changing man, but I'm not an angel. Don't you see that I haven't earned my halo? Gotta grow in the faith and read my Bible. Get familiar with the verses like Hebrews 11:6. Man, I'm starting to feel like this flow is heaven sent. Stand strong, press in as I stretch my hands to you to get closer to you and receive the anointing to face many challenges that may be coming. It's what I do, freestyle with the boy Anthony. I take it from here, cause nobody can handle me. Hey, here I go. Hey. <laughs> you done, son. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Just a little son, son. Woo, woo! You know? All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm feeling myself. You gotta understand, flow so clever like a snake in the sand. Keep your feet shaking like it's bass in the stands. Keep my lines tight like I got cramps in my hands. Uh, I like my blessings in advance. Like I skip pages or I skip stages, cause he already did it. I just walk in my placement and as my face lift and my gaze shift to his grace, it's amazing. Then I roll out like an Autobot, now that's a shape shift. I'm trying to manage my time and not waste it. A lot of things on my mind, I want to change it. If it don't reflect God, don't want to chase it. Focus on what's deep inside, now that's greatness. And if you didn't know, now you do. Even in the valley of death, his love will pursue. That's what it say in the chapter after Psalm 22. Read it for yourself and figure out what he really do. Yo. Hey. 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 Stretch my hands to you. <laughs> oh, man. Man, you had some fire in them bars, boy. Yeah, that was fun. My man said, Autobot, that's I've, a shapeshift. Stop I, it. I haven't, I haven't done that I'm in a while. throw the book at you, bro. <laughs> what? That was nice. I haven't done that in a while. It I felt gotta, good. I got to slap the cobwebs <laughs> off, man. Where my pen at? Yeah, man. <laughs> that man, was a lot good, of, A lot of people don't realize, bro, like you got to be in shape to write, bro. Yes, like, sir. <laughs> hey, Jay didn't say lyrical exercise yeah. for nothing, bro. I definitely got to take some laps. That's a wow. fact, bro. That's nice. So, yeah, that was fun, bro. I had fun writing that. But that was our 1616, and this was Priests and Kings. Signing off. Holla.